You are listening to the Simply Bill podcast with your girl Jennifer. Your one stop shop for motivation, inspiration, empowerment, the dope vibes and jams, and of course, the great guest speakers. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Definitely make your way over to my YouTube page at Simply Real and give it a subscribe. We definitely got a great, great guest speaker coming up for you. I am so excited today about this really dope interview that I had with the one and only Mary Noblock. She is the CEO and founder of Produced by a Girl. Mary is a musical artist and the creator of Produced by a Girl, which is truly a movement, a platform and gateway for female producers, DJs and artists. She is truly empowering women, giving them a voice. And this is just such a dope interview. We have to tap in with Mary. Keep it locked in. She has so much to offer. She's going to be talking about her valuable industry insights, about bringing on these great indie artists, and really how she's transforming the music industry and hitting it by storm. Keep it locked in, y'all. You're listening to the Simply Real Podcast with your girl, Jennifer. Today's podcast is sponsored by Simply Healthy Global Media, your one-stop shop for natural organic vitamins, supplements, skincare, clean beauty products, motivational apparel, podcasts, books, and so much more. Check out Simply Healthy Global Media, your one-stop shop for everything motivational at simplyhealthyglobalmedia.com. That's simplyhealthyglobalmedia.com. Listening to the Simply Real podcast. As you know, this is your one stop shop for everything motivational and empowering. And of course, we always have these different jams and dope vibes. 
My Simply Real podcast here is always about the melting pot. We play a lot of different music. We always drop in the different beats every time you listen to us. So definitely keep it locked in. I hope you enjoy the diverse music. That's what it's all about. We got to highlight everybody, right? So keep it locked in. We got a dope interview coming up with Mary Noblock. She is the CEO and founder of Produced by a Girl. I cannot wait for y'all to hear this interview. She's just truly amazing, doing so many great things and giving women a voice and empowering them. And I am just so blessed to have had the opportunity to tap in with her. Wherever you all at, I hope you are having a beautiful, blessed day. I hope you are leveraging the day to your advantage, making it a great day. Always going out, going after your dreams, dreaming high, dreaming big. Because we always say here at the Simply Real Podcast, the impossible is always possible. tuning into the Simply Real podcast. Today I have a very special guest with us, Mary Knobloch. She is the CEO and founder of Produced by a Girl, which is just an amazing, amazing foundation, platform, and movement created specifically for women who are artists, DJs, entrepreneurs, and just really doing some great things. And I am just floored by this movement because it's all about women empowerment. So Mary, welcome. Welcome to the Simply Real podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, Jennifer, for having me. I'm honored. I'm so excited to be here. Hey, you too. Love you guys. <laughs> yes. I, you know, when I met you, I was like, I got to get this girl on a podcast. I was just so <laughs> impressed by everything that you're doing. So tell us a little bit about what exactly is this movement produced by a girl? Sure. Um, produced by a girl is a movement platform and gateway for females, female identifying humans in the music industry and entertainment industry. And I would say I've also started to collaborate with a lot of uh, like powerhouse female entrepreneurs like Jennifer herself. Um, so honored to be on her podcast. Um, so we have uh, this community of women that was born in the music industry. And um, we really work with artists to do A&R development. Uh, we have full label services available. Um, so I do a lot of work behind the scenes with all of the artists and we have a thriving community of about a hundred or so um, indie artists that you may love and listen to. And it's so great. We're like a little family, a little sorority, and we all support each other and get psyched about our releases. And we just have a blast. Um, so aside from all of that, um, we also have more tactical stuff like podcasts. Um, I haven't done a podcast in a while, so. <laughs> but we do have a platform for that. And we also do a lot of um, like sync compilation work. So I just released a compilation album, Femme Frequency. So go check it out with a lot of amazing artists. And I 
Um, also, I'm partnering with Ivy Talent Management as their A&R for their music division. Um, yeah, it's so exciting. They're an incredible um, talent agency in Hollywood and New York, and they have all these little stars who are just phenomenal. And so I'm super honored to be there. Um, yeah, so we have a lot going on. Um, it's always fun. There's always something happening. So that's the short brief intro you'll have to stop me because i'll like ramble well, you know we the, the, the longer version because i would just love to know what inspired this amazing movement produced by a girl i mean like you said it's all about bringing up these women who are doing such empowering things giving them a platform giving them the voice to really inspire and motivate what what was the motivation or inspiration behind this yeah it's a it's a really fun story so i was making music about five years ago um, i grew up a painter i've been painting since i was a small child and i got into music later on in my adult life when i needed a new art medium to do um, just just for ease of um you know just getting into music you could sit down and get into it you don't really have to set the canvas and get all the paints out so i adopted music. I had always been interested in it when I was younger, but really dove in um, when I had my first professional career in, in adulting, <laughs> like in the adult life adulting. <laughs> and it's so, a hard life. Not, it's a hard not life. life. <laughs> Take me back. Yeah, so that started and I had about 10 albums out live on Spotify and I was a prolific creator. Like I would just make a ton of neoclassical jazz, EDM trap, open format music and I just found myself copiously writing, composing every day. And it really started to change my life. And so I just shared it on socials. Just, I think Instagram was in its heyday back then. And so I just would share it without any expectation. And I didn't really know much or anything about the music industry. I figured out how to release my own albums as an indie. And that was about it. Well, I had an amazing mentor and still to this day, um, he's, uh, my a favorite person to go to in the music industry, Andre Williams. I work closely with him and I'm on his team. Um, he was a and over at Universal Music um, over in the Think Tank. So he was, he was a pretty deep in developing artists too. And he came across my stuff on Instagram and said, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> This music is really different. It's cool. I like it. Let's talk. So I started talking with him and we built a really strong connection and I went under his label at the time for ANR development while he was at Universal Music. So that was like my first introduction to the music business. And it was, it was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa what just happened? Like that, that it's very rare that that happens, but it does happen like with, you know, with like um, a lot of stars right now who are getting discovered on TikTok or YouTube, right. like they can just take off like that. And so I had one of those experiences where as a producer, composer, overnight, my life changed. It was like, here's the music industry. You get to learn about it, dive into it. So. While I was doing that, going through building my brand, um, the team challenged me to find a brand name for my music. 
And so I was looking for a girl tribe, like, oh, yes, yeah, we got, we got the music. I love it. <laughs> live, live set, you guys, live set. This is the life of a mom and entrepreneur <laughs> trying to do a podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, so I, um, I was looking for my girl tribe for like music production and there weren't too many out there that I later discovered. And so I was going through Instagram, I'm like, beats, bro beats, bro got this beat, bro beat in the, you know, wherever. I was like, okay, there are a lot of guys doing beats, but where are the girls? Right. And so I was just like, oh, you know, I'm from Portland. So it's kind of like a Portlandia moment. I'm just like, produced by girl, whatever. (laughs) And and so I was like, oh my gosh, that's the name. And so, um, yeah, I got all of that taken care of. We got a trademark for it, which I was super excited about. Um, Everybody that came across it was so excited to see that um, brand develop a couple years ago. And it was right about the time where a lot of female um, organizations were popping up. So it was in the music industry. So it it was good timing. After that, um, I went back to my team and they're like, holy cow, that's a big name. Like, You can't just use that for yourself, Mary. You got to help other women with this. And I was like, whoa, I could. I, I could really do that. And and I was a little nervous because I was I still considered myself a novice in the music business. But I was like, OK, I'm going to do this. And the first thing that started was the podcast and the Proust by Girl brand ambassadors. And Megan Polis uh, was one of the first brand artists that I brought in. And her and I are um, great friends to stay. And she's incredible. Go check out her music. Um, and yeah, the community just grew. And we all started talking and we were like, okay, we got to support each other more. What else can we do? What, you know, what type of... Um, what type of services do we need for the artists? Um, we did online... Uh, during the pandemic, we did like online open mics and that was so special. And, you know, we would have these opportunities to just come in and connect and grow. And and then I got into A&R work and that's that's where I am today, aside from my electronic composing. So, right. yeah. And I mean, I was just looking at your IG and just looking at your website and your platform has grown phenomenally well over yeah. the last couple of years. And what do you credit that to? And how do you think it has grown so much? And how are, how is the community responding to this? Oh, that's a great question. I would say, how has it grown? Um, you know, I would do a lot of personal outreach. I'm, I'm kind of a little artsy, as you can probably already tell. So I would send like these artsy little messages on Instagram and just be really genuine and heartfelt to these artists and be like, hey, I have a new podcast. I'm in the music business. I don't know many people. Do you want to get on this podcast? And I would say the podcast blew up the first year all over the world. Like we didn't have thousands of listeners like some people do, but our reach was London, Australia, France, um, all the way over to Spain. I connected with an amazing graphic designer who designed our label in Spain who loves music. Like people just popped up literally like all over the world. And it was like this shell of about a hundred to 200 people. 
And for, for the past couple years, I would say a good number of those have stuck around and others evolve and move on. But yeah, it just kind of gelled with that podcast. It got global reach. And then with Instagram and social media, I would do all this social media promotion for my artists. So all of my peers, I would promote them and I would use my page and nobody was really doing that. No artist really does that. So yeah, it was a combination of getting my- <laughs> I commend you, you're doing such great work and you built it up so quickly and so powerful and definitely yes. it's amazing you giving a voice to all these beautiful women who uh, have so much to say, a story to tell. and. Which is my next question, you know, what kind of uh, artists are you seeing come onto the platform? What are kind of their stories that they're telling? What are you kind of noticing about the trends of the different types of artists that you have on this platform? Oh my gosh, you're such a good interviewer. I love, <laughs> I love this question because it's a legit question. There are different types of indies out there. So for all of you music fans, there is the indie who only wants to be an indie and they don't want to deal with labels. They don't want to be managed. They just like doing their own stuff. They, they get into releasing their own albums and promoting it. They'll do press on their own. They'll set up their own tours, but it's really, it, it's like they, they're a touring indie who does all the things a label would do, but they do it themselves and they're okay with it. And, and they like having complete ownership over everything. So we have a lot of those types of indies that produce by girl. It's a very um, female empowerment aspect of it um, with women owning their own masters, obviously, and then also all of the different logistics of their music business. So we do attract a lot of strong female entrepreneurs, like you mentioned earlier, who just happen to be indie musicians. And yeah, they have that mindset. Like they're all girl bosses. Like when I started working in this, I was like, holy cow, like, they're all entrepreneurs. They've got figured out and they get a tour. Like, how are they doing all this? You know, everything else. So yeah, so that's one type of indie. The other type of indie I would say is a hometown indie. You'll find them like multiple tiered. They have a lot of skill sets. Um, There's one indie in Produced by Girl who's phenomenal. She's such an amazing singer and songwriter. And she's also this phenomenal producer. And she, yeah, she has her own hometown production studio and she performs in her hometown like 15, 20 gigs a month. Like she, she is known in her hometown as the indie artist who, who can do it all. Like, so that's another type of indie. They're not so, interested in touring and doing getting like you know mass recognition but they they are definitely settled in their hometown and people know them and you know and so anyway oh i got a little reminder (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the third type of indie we have is indie who is building their career and they love managing their career but they also like the idea of having a label and services from a label and that team environment from a label. And they will be the ones who are actively trying to break into that top 4% of the music industry that does have label representation. 
and they, I would say major label representation because there's a lot of indie labels in between. So you'll see you'll see a lot of top tier indies go into indie labels like AWOL, um, a lot of other labels that service indies through like, the the Orchard. Um, it's it's kind of like this mix, and so you'll get these indies who come into the indie labels, and then they'll make connections with platforms like Proust by Girl, who has a gateway to those behind the scenes major label connections and gateways, and we'll get them opportunities to um, like do the compilation album or be featured on one of my albums through my right. sync and distribution channel to the Orchard. So yeah, we have all those types of indies and the ones who want to like leverage their career and get into these label partnerships or distribution deals. Um, I work pretty intensely with those indies. So I do most of my A&R development with those sets of indies who are like, yep, I want to go all the way. I'm here. I want to make it big. I want to find out what this label world is and they're comfortable with it and they can just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of different diverse types of people, but I'm sure that yeah. makes it the melting pot and makes it so wonderful is that you have such diversity in it. Yeah, we do. Uh, we really do. And I make it a point to make sure we are inclusive to all types of artists. Mm -hmm. And we even have men who come in and support the platform and we welcome them. Like there, there's some amazing, talented musicians and people in the music industry who simply follow Proust by Girl just because they love the daily content of all the different indie artists who are so talented. So yeah, we do make it very inclusive and we have focused more heavily on reaching other populations that weren't represented in the music industry. Just, you know, aside from women in general, women, it's, um, you know, less than, uh, what is the average? Less than 2% are composers and then I think less and then 4%, I think it's moving. Oh, somebody's oh. gonna catch me on this. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and troll me and you too. I don't if anyone knows exactly, I should know this, but I think it's between four and six percent for female producers. Right. And the needle is moving, but it's pretty small. Well, either way, it's an amazing platform. And how do you see Produced by a Girl really shifting the music industry in, in your opinion? And what's the future outlook for you guys? Uh, <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> we have some power as females now. It's great. Uh, I would say I work really hard to build relationships with everybody I meet, um, just with a little bit more of my um, background outside of the music industry. I'm very comfortable in that space. And so I've met a lot of amazing entrepreneurs who want to collaborate and partner with Crucify Girl. I love that. I absolutely love it. So I tend to get in there and look at different types of opportunities or deals. And recently we do have another gateway um, for the orchard that will allow me to give distribution deals um, to artists, which is really phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, and and that is lining up quite nicely alongside the um, the new work I'm doing as head of A&R for another talent agency. So it's been a huge blessing. Like I don't I don't expect like what I've done to be repeatable for every indie. It's definitely 
niche for me because I'm not as focused on being out there performing and touring. So I understand the world. I make my own music. I produce my own music. I understand that part of it. But my first goal isn't gaining millions of fans. And so I can have a totally different approach that artists really need right now. So I would say that's what that's what's really moving the dial for Produced by Girl. Like you have a, a strong female who can come in and be intermediary between a lot of these organizations. Indie artists just they may not have the skill set to go sit down with um, a company and say, "Hey, what what can I bring to your company? What you know, I'm an artist. These are the skills I have." But when I go in as an organization that has a whole circle of female artists they're like what (laughs) yeah let's do something you know so it's a little different yeah yeah well i definitely think a lot of it has to do with your humbleness your authenticity and you being so genuine is really what's moving the needle along i mean that's what people want they want somebody who's really down to earth and really just know understanding them for what they need and that's exactly what you're doing for all these all these women and artists Oh, so sweet. Thanks, Jennifer. Yeah. I I try not I try not to like I'm I'm so shy, but I do like to remind people like when I was painting for um decades, I won't give my age away, but when I was painting <laughs> for decades, I didn't have an audience. So I would paint and make works of art up to 200 works of art, painting and drawing. And I would do that on my own or in a quiet studio. And I would just create art for the love of it. And as a fine artist, you get really used to that. You get really confident in your craft and you don't necessarily need that external validation. But sometimes artists who really love their fans and connect with their fans, like that's amazing. Like that's that's another skill set. So. Yeah, I do think I I carry over a lot of my old um, painterly side where I'm just like, yeah, I'm just creating art in the studio. Feel free to come by and watch, join us. Right. You know, yeah. It's very nonchalant. Like yeah. it's, it's, you're creating an experience for these women, which is exactly what we need is we need that experience. So yes. it's amazing. It's <laughs> Listening to the Simply Real podcast, we were just listening to Mary Noblock. She is the CEO and founder of Produced by a Girl, a beautiful, amazing platform that she has created to give women entrepreneurs, producers, and artists all a beautiful voice to give them the opportunity to be themselves and to truly shine. Maybe I 
as you can hear, Mary is truly inspirational and she's just doing some great things in her space. She's a beautiful soul. We're going to stay tapped in with her, but we do have a lot more coming up with her because Mary is also a holistic health practitioner. She is an integrated medicine health coach. She is a transformation therapy practitioner with over seven years of experience helping clients with depression, anxiety, and other things. And we're going to talk a little bit about mental health and how she's really helping the lives of her artists and all these women who are part of her platform. Definitely keep it locked in as we talk to Mary about the health and wellness side and about something really important, which of course is mental health these days. You're listening to the Simply Real podcast with your girl, Jennifer. Keep it locked in. We got a lot more coming up with Mary. You, you mentioned mindset a little bit earlier. What, how is the mindset being shifted with these women? What kind of mindset do you think that they need to come into the platform to really build and be successful in their own spaces? Yeah, great, great point. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mindset, we could do a masterclass on mindset. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've had, you know, I've, I've gone through it on my own. Like everything that I've gone through, I teach my artists. And one of the biggest thing, things is having trust in the relationships you build in the music industry, because um, it's just a statistic out there that one out of four women in the music industry have had a, a negative experience, whether it's just negative or sexual assault. Um, it's, it's pretty the numbers are pretty high so that that just like lowers the trust level right away because for generations women have always 
um, let each other know these are the things you gotta watch out for in the music business right. unfortunately and um so when i come in with mindset i come in with this experience where bruce white girl didn't have to go through any of that like our platform was really well supported from the get-go and so i try to pass on that energy first and and let the girls know that it's a safe environment they're not going to get taken advantage of in an all-female platform the second thing to mindset is staying positive and knowing that even though it's an all-female platform there are things that are going to come up that are going to challenge them they're going to challenge their beliefs their structure of thinking um if if they have low levels of trust with anybody doing anything with their music they're they might struggle a little bit um in Bruce by girl it, it may not be a good fit for them if if they are really nervous about anybody having any say to their music or um, getting into any type of situation where there's a contract or even an NDA, which is needed sometimes, or even um, any type of collaboration work you do, if, if the women aren't ready to accept and work through and compromise and negotiate those hard things that do come up on the business side of music, then that's where most indies get stuck and that that's where their mindset can help them break through it and grow and build those muscles of negotiation and compromise and um, understanding that you're in a team versus feeling attacked um, betrayed um, having taken advantage of with their music somehow so it it, it can be really triggering. I'm not going to lie. It can be really triggering when you get into situations with your music as an artist, especially where there are rules, guidelines, contracts, boundaries, expectations. And then if something doesn't go right, obviously it's, it, you're dealing with very highly emotional, creative beings. And, and so it takes a lot of empathy and strength to try to negotiate through all that. And and I've seen both sides of the coin. Like I've, I've been through both and all I can do is do my best and really build the artist's mindset who are flying and I can recognize the blocks that they may be having and we can work through those. So, yeah. Right. No, that's amazing. That's what it is. Just working through those challenges and, and in combination with mindset, I mean, you spoke about so many of those challenges and adversities that, that women face in the music industry. So the first thing that pops out to me is mental health awareness and mm. how is there initiatives that Produced by a Girl is sort of embedding within your organization to really focus on mental health? Oh, yes. I'm so glad you brought that up. I don't talk about it as much, um, but it is on my website. So I, outside the music industry, I do work in the mental health, holistic medicine field and Yes, I do offer rapid transformation therapy to um, artists as part of A&R development. Um, they typically have to initiate that and let me know um, just for just so I'm not um, overstepping anything. I typically don't work with a brand artist with that type of therapy um, as it is a therapeutic um, connection with the practitioner. And, and it can get a little different when you're managing them. Right. With with their art too. But yes, I do offer rapid transformation therapy. It's amazing. 
Um, sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Tell us what is rapid transformation? <laughs> yeah, I'm still floored by the fact you're in the music industry, you're in the yeah. mental health industry. Yeah, <laughs> I can keep it up with all this. <laughs> I, I was awake last night. I was like, wait, I think I just added to it. <laughs> I sometimes I catch myself, I'm like, okay, Mary. Mental health balance. How are you doing? <laughs> exactly. We all have to tap in with ourselves every now and then. Yeah. Be yeah. energizing. But yeah, right. how do you keep it on top of everything? Um, I would say, oh gosh, how can I, how can I encourage people to to not do what I do, but to do what I do? <laughs> <laughs> to be a successful powerhouse. Female. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. You can do it, you guys. You can do it. <laughs> Be careful, but call me afterwards. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> totally possible. Totally doable. I think the main thing is, oh gosh, staying really organized. If you're not organized with your businesses or the different things you're involved in, it you're not. You, you may do one thing really well, but you're not. You know, you need to stay organized. So that's number one. Number two, know what you're good at. Like I've always been a big believer in the strength finders assessment and those kind of those boring things. <laughs> well, not boring, but like well, it's not, not the music, fun music stuff. <laughs> go, okay, I have to put my different hat on now. Okay, go <laughs> get your strength finders book and find out yeah, what you're good at. And, and you'll instinctively know. So if you can remember back to when you were five, six, seven, you had a spark about something and that may have translated into something in your adult life. And there's typically three things you can do at once and be really, really good at three different things. If you try to add on four five, six, it's, it's going to get messy. So rule of thumb is, yeah, if you're going to be a little, a little, you know, of a high performer in that regards <clears throat> with different careers, three. Yeah. I don't I know. I just wanted to dip my hands into so many other things and I think <laughs> I could do this, this and this. And you do you get thrown off a of balance. You're so right about what you're saying. You just kind yeah. of focus on the things that you know you have those strengths in. Yes. I wish I could follow that advice. <laughs> yes. Well that's what I help uh, my patients with too. Like we we kind of get a sense of what they're really what they're really jazzed about in life. And I can kind of help them organize. So um, I'm just going to grab my tea here a little bit, but. Yeah, no, no, I know. I know we uh, we definitely are having such a great conversation. I, I know you probably have a million things going on and today's Friday. Oh no, I'm good. I, I, I told Jennifer, I was like, Jennifer, I'll talk as long as you need me to talk. You're going to have to cut me off. <laughs> I, I want to get you up. This is such an interesting conversation. You know, yeah. what I love about it is the diversity that you're bringing to the conversation and like the different facets of what you do besides the music industry, which is, uh, you know, beautiful. And I love the organization produced by a girl. But mm -hmm. the, the real thing behind it is you yourself, Mary, because it's what you bring, the flavor that you have and all the different diversities that you're bringing to everything. So it, we want to learn about you as an individual oh, and as a person. So Thank you. Okay, yes. Okay, Doc. <laughs> Focus a bit. So when I when I um, talk about building your strengths, I'll give you an example for my life. Um, 
I started out with art when I was very young, just loving it. I used it as an escape. Um, I was an anxious child. I, I just needed an outlet. And so I would do that in sports and it really helped. Um, but as I got older, I would experiment with everything, but I would always gravitate towards art, music, um, the sciences, natural medicine, holistic therapy. I would always come back to kind of these general areas and you can actually diagram this out for your life. I'm going to get really serious now. <laughs> If you really want to find out those three areas in your life, list everything you do. Just write it down on a whiteboard or a piece of paper or, or your iPad or whatever. Get a whole list and then categorize them and start to connect. Just draw a line. Connect the ones that are similar. And you're going to see that as you challenge yourself, they're going to drop into three main buckets. And if they don't, you're going to have like two or three outliers where you're like, oh yeah, that, that is where I, I try to do this, but it's like, I get a little scattered and right. you'll naturally find those. Yeah. So I, that's one little, that's an amazing exercise. I, I definitely yeah. got to try that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Let me know what you find. I'm, yeah. I'm always curious. Okay. Yeah. I definitely got to, everybody listening out there, you definitely got to take her advice on this one. This sounds amazing. Uh, yes. <laughs> Let me, let me know, find me, find me on Instagram, send me know, I'd love to know. So, okay, so that's kind of like what I did my whole life because I was like, holy cow, I'm interested in so many things. Like, um, how am I gonna narrow this down? And so I would say in college, I studied art. I was a painter, I loved it. My family was like, oh my gosh, what are you gonna do with a painting degree? <laughs> Like, you know, go get your master's and be a teacher. But um, yeah, I, you know, life happened. Uh, so as I got a little bit older, I am actually writing a book um, with, oh. yeah, um, I've been working alongside um, some amazing doctors for another um, community that they're setting up. I can't say too much about it right now because it's in beta. But yeah, um, recently sat down and started writing my biography and it goes through all of those and I'll send it to you, Jennifer. It goes through all of those stages that I went through um, as as a student learning in life, right? Because we're all students at some point. Yeah. And so you can go back and look at this too in your, your own life. And then at some point along the lines, you become a doer, you start performing, you start creating, whether you're a mother or a father, you start creating a family, <clears throat> or you start creating works of art, um, or you start creating things that the universe needs. Like Elon Musk is a huge creator. He's creating inventions, you know, or you could be a teacher and you start teaching and giving back those lessons and gifts to your students. And so you kind of go through these phases in your life where you know, you're not, unless you write it down and look through it, I don't think people appreciate enough how incredible they are. Like mm -hmm. existing is one thing, right? And I think, and as a, doc, as a doc, I think you kind of get where I'm going with this. Existing with your, having your basic needs met is one thing, but the next level, if you take and study and expand your strengths to the boundary, 
and who's setting your boundaries? Now, now I'm getting like deep here. That just cut me off if it's too much. No, no, I'm loving the conversation. If you're, yeah, if you have boundaries, ask yourself who set those boundaries on your life? Was it yourself? Was it your teacher? Was it your parent? Was it something in a textbook you read? This is a great thing about artists. We could care less about boundaries. Uh, we, we create outside the boundary. And so I carried that over into my professional life too. And I said, boundary, um, I, I follow boundaries, I'm a very respectful person, but in my own life for my own creations um, as an entrepreneur, I will break every boundary out there if I can, because I believe those self-imposed boundaries limit your potential as a human being. And you will find your limit. You will find your natural limit or your breaking point. It's okay. You're not going to die when you find a boundary in your life. Yeah. And, and even if you get sad or, or you have anxiety, I learned this really great thing through my life that I write about in my book. Pain doesn't kill you unless you go into like, right? right. So true. You can yeah. push through that pain. There's always the way to push through that pain. I 100% agree. Yes. It will not like <clears throat> eat you out of life. <laughs> you will wake up the next day and you have to develop those those um, skills, those coping skills. So if you can repeat to yourself every day, I have amazing coping skills. Right. Good enough. I have amazing coping skills. We learned that in RTT. I hope I don't I get Dean for saying that because I think she copyrighted those terms. But anyway, <laughs> repeat yourself. I'm good enough. I have amazing coping, coping skills. And then the, saying those things will change the neuropathways in your brain and you'll get stronger and you'll see these little boundaries in your life aside from rules like driving or whatever. Like, you know, pay attention to those boundaries. I don't want to encourage any kid on YouTube. <laughs> Disclaimer, follow the rules of the road. <laughs> like, don't do anything dangerous. Um, but for those creative, self-imposed, like educational, finding your passion boundaries, yeah, break them all. That's what we do in painting. I love it. Um, when you're just about to be finished with a painting, the painters will go back and they'll change the whole thing. <laughs> and they'll say, it's, it's not a masterpiece yet. Okay. Don't get attached to the outcome. And so not getting attached to that outcome. Like, oh, well, my parents or my professor said I was gonna be this type of doctor or this type of um, performer, this type of teacher. Okay, but what do you say? What does your spirit say? What is your soul calling saying? Because if you're not listening to that, then, you're, then there's a separation between how you will perform. I, I strongly believe this. If you're not integrated with yourself at the deepest level of your soul's calling, if you've had that conversation with yourself, it's you're always going to be operating like this, a little bit separated. And that's gonna and in that space, it's anxiety, stress, feeling unfulfilled, not feeling good enough, feeling depressed, feeling like you're not doing good enough at your job. But and people, I'm sure people could counter this in the medical, mental health community, but this is what's worked for me. So whatever. So when I got true to myself, like I was like, okay, no bar, no whole bars, like anything you can ask for anything. There's no risk in asking. Um, a lot of us have been programmed not to ask for big things. So that's another tip, like ask, 
just ask for those things you want in your life, whether it's having a conversation with someone or, or working with your favorite brand. There's absolutely zero risk in asking. And asking is the first step to exploring those self-imposed boundaries you may have on yourself. So that that's how I navigated through everything. And then the last part I would say is when you have a performer skill set, like for any of you watching who are like artists or even even um, Jennifer, even doctors who are really brilliant in their field. Mm-hmm. The last step, I think, is to compare it to like an Olympic athlete. You can get to a performance of uh, athleticism just being a regular athlete. But there's always a next level you can go to. There's always a next level. And if if you have the strength, and not everybody wants to go to that level. So I want to be really clear. Not everybody has to do what I did in the music industry. Some of my favorite people in the music industry are the indie artists who just want to write and sing songs all day. And they're, they're just beautiful performers. And I love them for that. They give their whole heart into that. But if you're kind of like an entrepreneur, girl boss like you and me, we're always observing, am I using my gifts at the highest potential able? Because you and I have this outlet where we help other people. And and a lot, some people can, you know, abuse that power too, right? They can just do it for self-gain. But I tend to be more altruistic where I'm like, and I think you, um, you are too, obviously, with caring for people. So you use those strengths and you expand them. Yes, break. It's a sign. <laughs> I got to wrap it up. Okay. Not you. My phone is going crazy today. <laughs> it's the universe. It's like me. Now I'm doing a podcast live. Yes. Right that's, that's so funny. That was a. That was an interesting jingle, by the way. Like, whenever I hear jingles, I'm, like, judging it as, like, a producer. I'm like, oh, was that a good one? <laughs> hey, how was that? <laughs> no, so, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I've never <laughs> What I love about it is the diversity that, like like I said before, that you're bringing to the table mm-hmm. and being a music artist a producer yourself and creating this great platform and then being in the health industry and, and how yeah. you change people in mental health space and really just all the gems that you just dropped. Oh, my God. Amazing. You just gave yeah. us like, a whirlwind of advice. <laughs> yes. I am on OWL if any of you guys want to talk to me further for advice like that. Um, but just with that whole performer thing, don't be afraid to stretch your boundaries because um, being inspired by Olympic athletes, I love watching them. I love I love seeing people who perform at their peak performance levels because I believe that everybody everybody can do that in some regard in their life. You don't have to be an Olympic athlete. Everybody can reach their peak potential with the gifts that you've been given. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has totally been such an amazing conversation. I don't know if you've been hearing my kids in the background crying. Yes, I love that. <laughs> for the everybody sitting in today to the Simply Real podcast. Of course, this is the universe telling me to hurry it up. Right. <laughs> 
Mary, I, I can't even tell you how amazing this conversation was. You are truly a gem oh, to, to the music industry and to everybody who's listening in right now. How can people get in touch with you? Where can they tap in with you? How can they use your services? For any artists who may be listening in, how can they join Produced by a Girl? Give us the rundown. Yeah, sure. Love it. Um, you can find me on all socials at Produced by a Girl. To get in touch with me, send an email to producebygirl at gmail.com. I am accepting demos and EPKs if you are looking for distribution deals or features um, for sync and distribution. So definitely drop an email with your demo and EPK. Um, other than that, everything is listed on my website. If you're interested in becoming a Produced by Girl member, uh, just ping me again at that email, or you can check out on the website. It's pretty easy. If you're exploring the community and you want to be in a free community group, um, you can do that through the website too, or you can just message me on Instagram. I, I try to respond to everybody. And if an artist expresses interest, I definitely follow up. So, and then you can also find me on OWL. So OWL is this amazing community where I met Jennifer. And definitely, I, I'm going to plug us both because I'm going to do some PR here. Like, come find us both on OWL, and we'd love to connect with you there, too. Definitely, yeah. OWL is a great platform to connect. That is definitely how I met Mary. Yeah. And for everyone listening in, she's amazing. She is the CEO and founder of Produced by a Girl, an amazing platform and movement for women who are artists, DJs, entrepreneurs. She is really creating such a, a great, great platform for these women, giving them the voice and really shifting and changing and helping the music industry to evolve. She's also in the healthcare industry, in the mental health space. So please go check out Mary, everything she has going on. And again, Mary, thank you so much for joining us today on the Simply Real podcast. <laughs> Love it. Simply Real, authentic. We'll stay in touch for sure, Jennifer. You're amazing. I want to hear more of your story too. Maybe you can come on Pretty Spy Girl at some point. Oh, of course. I was <laughs> you such an honor. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bye, YouTube. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>for tuning in today to the simply real podcast hope you definitely enjoyed that interview as always keep it locked in make sure you hit that subscribe button make your way over to my youtube page at simply real and give it a subscribe and as always we appreciate your support here at the simply real podcast with your host jennifer maharaj have a beautiful blessed day everyone